One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. On this episode of The Booze Hustle, I interview Camille Wilson, aka the cocktail snob. Every now and then, I come across someone in the world of booze that I instantly want to be my friend. (laughs) And Camille is definitely that person. She is that friend. You know, like the one that tells you where all the cool places are to eat and drink and chill. Uh, And she has an epic collection of cocktail glassware that she showcases on her very popular Instagram page. She hosts virtual mixology classes. She has published her creations in Elle, Time Out, Food and Wine. And this fall, she's releasing her first book, Free Spirit, which is a collection of non-alcoholic drink recipes that everyone can enjoy. And she does all this while balancing a full-time career. She's super cool. I hope you enjoy listening to her. I wanted to ask first, I guess we'll just we'll just jump right in. Yeah. Um, what is your nine to five? <laughs> so <laughs> my nine to five actually has nothing to do with alcohol, which is okay. a shock to most people. A lot of people think I'm a bartender. No, um, I work at a private school in New York, a private college in New York um, in admissions and marketing. So I manage a group of tour guides who are responsible for not only giving tours, but like doing a whole lot of uh, just educating prospective students on the admissions process. So I get to mm-hmm. work with college students every single day, which I absolutely love. Um, but, you know, it gets stressful. So need a drink. Yeah. Well, you would never know you have a nine to five because your um your website and your social media is such that like it looks like your entire world is is um you know the cocktail snob and I your know. writing and uh it's so it's I I marvel anytime I see someone that's got a really great um buttoned up beautiful web presence but also has a job because i i'm trying to juggle that at the same time and i'm like i'm a disaster it's not so, easy um <laughs> uh, no no so kudos to you that's you. incredible and like the dream is what like eventually get rid of these nine to five jobs right for me honestly no i think i might be like the, the in the minority on that one i love my job i think I was a first generation college student when I was going to college and to be on the other side of it, helping people is like, mm-hmm. it's like a dream. I, I It's just such a fulfilling career. I don't think, I, never say never, because I've said a lot of things, but never <laughs> say never. My plan is not to like leave my nine to five to do this full time. I do love the cocktail stuff. It is very fun, but I don't know. I just yeah. love my students and, and the work I get to do. It's like a privilege to do it every day. Yeah, that's inspiring. Um, I'm sure like it gives you something to work towards. I I'm a first generation college student as well, but I have the opposite feeling. I was like, I want to get as far away from this (laughs) as possible. Totally get it. (laughs) I don't want to take another test. I don't want to talk about school. I don't. 
Yeah. I like, you know, younger people in my life and they're talking about their academics. My eyes start glazing. I'm like, you go get it, girl. I I cannot (laughs) anymore. (laughs) That is so funny. No, I I totally get it. It is. It's a wild world. But I think I I like the balance of the two because they have nothing to do with each other. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to juggle. It is hard, but um, so far it's been fun for three years. So we'll see. Yeah. See how long I last. Do you have a, do you have like a team um, for your content creation? Because I'm marvel. Because first of all, I'm going to tell you, your photos are beautiful. Thank you. Um, God, people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, Kristen, get off of her ass. No, but like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but like your photos are beautiful. Thank your you. videos are great. They're polished. Like, are you doing that all yourself? Yeah, I do not have a team. My my team, quote unquote, is like sometimes I ask my boyfriend to hold something. I'm like, can you hold this glass real quick so I can focus the <laughs> camera? But no, I have no team. I like have just, I don't know, I just enjoy the content creation. I feel like maybe I'm a control freak a little bit. Like I wouldn't even want a team because I'm like, no, 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 it has to be done my way, the way I want it, my vision. Um, But maybe I will be lucky enough one day so that I could just have people like shoot me and I don't have to do it, but... Yeah, hire hire an intern. I I thought, honestly, my inbox gets crazy. So I have Mm -hmm. definitely thought about an intern, a virtual assistant. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So really thinking hard about that, that one for sure. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your your glassware behind you. Um, (laughs) I would say that you have kind of reignited for me this, um, I don't know, appreciation for glassware when it comes to making your cocktail like adding an extra element to your cocktail um because for a long time i think it's more just because like i really didn't have any money uh i kind of just like hodgepodge whatever i had but i think i've i've leaned into my cocktail glassware aesthetic being hodgepodge but also pretty and finding like really unique glasswares like i don't care if everyone has a different glass i actually prefer that yeah but like i think it adds so much to the drink so um, I love your videos on like glassware and like the names of them. I, I, it's like, do you have like a million glasses in your house? Um, one million glasses. And um, my mom actually saw that video for the first time recently. So that's like the new thing now. She's like, how are the mm. girls? Like, what are they up to? <laughs> yeah, I have so many glasses. And I'm like you, like, I don't think everyone has to have like a matching glass if they come over. But I just, I don't know. I, I just love I'm like inspired by the glassware. Some people are like, oh, seasonal ingredients inspire me. I'm like, nope, glassware does. Thank you. Yeah, build backwards. Yeah. (laughs) This glass looks like an elegant lady. What can we put in her? (laughs) Do a French 75. I don't know. No, I just, I really do have an obsession. I gave away some when I was moving, but I still have a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I fully support that. Thank um, you. That endeavor, 100%. No judgment Um, here. No judgment, zero judgment. (laughs) Um, what was I going to ask you? I had I had like a bunch of questions uh, around mixology, and I was I was wondering like you have very much like an eye for, you have kind of like a chef mentality towards mixology in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, are you a cook as well? Do you um you know where did you learn that? Honestly, I didn't learn to cook until like way later in life, like after college, after grad school, because I was forced to, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't even think I'm that great at it, but. When it comes to mixology, I when I moved back to New York after college, that's when like the whole craft cocktail thing was like taking off. 
And I did not drink in college. I did not understand why people drank. I thought alcohol tasted so mm-hmm. bad. Um, but then when I actually like went to a nice cocktail lounge and had like good drinks, I said, oh, I get it now. So then I was just a weirdo and I would go home and try to like, you know, Google the ingredients and try to buy things and recreate things that mm-hmm. I had tasted, which I wasn't that good at in the beginning. Um, and then once I started actually learning about the art of mixology and how to like balance cocktails, um, I started kind of making things on my own and just buying bottles and experimenting. So it really just was through trial and error that I just, I guess, got good at it. But I, yeah. I have no formal training. It's just like just tons of bottles and, and you got a knack. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, it's interesting you say you weren't really interested in drinking because you have um, a book coming out this fall. I'm very excited about. Uh, I want. I'm, I I think I already pre-ordered it. Oh, thank you so um, much. But for the listeners, you want to tell them a little bit about the book? Sure. So uh, the book comes out this November, November first, 2022. Um, it's called Free Spirit Cocktails. It's actually a alcohol-free recipe book. So it has 40 original recipes all mocktails, um, which is really interesting because my most of my platform is built on spirits and alcohol. But I I talk about mocktails too. My mom is not a drinker, so I feel like it's it's a way to honor her. And I feel like no matter what you're drinking, whether there's alcohol in it or not, it should be fun. It should be elegant. It should be, it can be classy. Um, and I feel like the book definitely gets that message across. So I'm really excited. You can pre-order it now. Um, which you already did, which I so appreciate. It, it's it's weird. Like, it doesn't feel real yet, um, but I'm I'm excited. Now, did you get approached by a publisher to make this? Yeah, so Chronicle Books, this is like a two-year process. I did not know bookmaking mm-hmm. took a decade. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, they approached me with the concept um, and like a mood board, and they were looking for someone who does like simple cocktail recipes. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. Um, so we talked about it a bit and it just seemed like it aligned perfectly with what I do and, and what um, what I want to do for the future. So I gladly accepted. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm I'm very I work in the alcohol beverage industry, obviously, uh, but I drink a lot less now and mm. I, fi- I probably would drink even less if I didn't spend half of my day talking about booze every day. Um, but I, I think that as I get older, uh, I find myself really wanting to have things that don't have booze in them, but that are delicious. And I'm continuously disappointed when I go out that there aren't those options. Yeah. And I really love the idea for your book. I love um, putting it out there that it doesn't have to be complicated uh, and really inspiring because I- I'll be honest, I was a bartender for 15 years. Wow. Um, I cook, but like when I have to think about making myself a non-alcoholic drink, I'm like, I have no, I have no ideas. Like I'm just right. like juice, <laughs> spray, soda, spray. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and like, you know, and, and sometimes like they lean not healthy, you know, right. like if you're adding too much sugar. So, you know, I-, I think drinking in general, whether it has alcohol or not, is an experience. Yes, definitely. And, and I've learned um, even drinking a really good mocktail, you don't miss the alcohol. That's if it's true really well made and it's giving you that same feeling of an experience or a shared experience with friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kudos to you. I try to do mocktail drink mocktail when I go out now. They're like that's oh, the that's, slow it down a little. Yeah. No, that's a really that's a good idea. 
I agree with you, though. I think a lot of people are stumped when it comes to, like, making something alcohol-free. It's like Shirley mm-hmm. Temple or water or seltzer. Yeah. We will not talk about Shirley, Shirley anything right now. I'm I'm so annoyed that this whole trend of dirty Shirley has taken off. <laughs> I know. I made like this funny post the other day that was like, I thought they said this was going to be the drink of the summer. And um, I don't know. I thought it was funny. So I posted it. Yeah. So I, I used to sell fine wine for a long, well, I still sell fine wine. I don't know. But I was a distributor um, and a colleague of mine is now, he's like a portfolio manager for a super boutique high-end uh, wine portfolio, but he also has to order other things. And he sent me this message the other day. He's like, what has my life come to? I just ordered a palette of something called Dirty Shirley RTD. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, in a can? Oh, yes. No. See? <laughs> Thank you. That was what I was hoping for. Someone else to be like, ugh. ugh. Okay. All right. No more. Yeah. No yeah. more. No comment. I've, I've had it. I thought we like we bridged that we got over the the hump with the espresso martini. And oh no! Right downhill with the dirty Shirley. <laughs> the espresso martini is still like living its best life. I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I I don't mind them. But mm-hmm. like my God, it is everywhere. Every menu now and every cocktail bar, there's there's a a version of one. So, um, so like, what's your favorite um like spirit base? Like, what do you find yourself gravitating to the most when you're making cocktails? For me, it's rum. Um, I think mm. because my family is Caribbean. So growing up, obviously, I was not drinking it, but like it was around. We cook with it. When you're sick, they make you smell like overproof rum. They make you smell it to clear no your way. sinuses up. Yeah, it's a thing. Huh. <laughs> or try that. they like rub it on your chest. It's like a, like rum is, is medicine and everything, everything else. Um, so I, I tend to gravitate toward rum. I love daiquiris, so... Um, my favorite is like a nice dark rum. Yeah, I I love a five year. I, I so I I um I represent a a rum from Barbados, and I make a lot mm. of five year aged rum uh, daiquiris just yeah. for the extra flavor, and it's my fave. Yeah, I love it too. Um, we're gonna have to have drinks together. I think I know I think this is, is going to be in the future, <laughs> near future. I hope. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tell me, like, what do you think is uh, the hardest thing about being a content creator besides the amount of time that it takes to edit <laughs> and put those videos together? Because people don't realize they think like you just grab your iPhone like, oh, it has iMovie. It'll be beautiful. But it's like, no, <laughs> no it takes forever. Like, takes... what? what's the hardest part? Oof, man, there's so many hard things. I would say the hardest part. Honestly, sometimes it's like getting like not being afraid to put your content out because you know as a creative you have ideas and you're like I think people will be into this I really like it I want to put it out but you never quite know what the reaction is going to be so it's sometimes like having that conversation with yourself about no like if you like it like put it out there you did your best, like you gave it a hundred percent, but it's like, I don't know. There's always that, that fear that I don't know. I don't even know what I, what I'm afraid of. It's like what people aren't going to like it or they're going to say something bad about it. It's just, there's this always that like imposter syndrome that, that comes like, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. It's just like, am I good enough? Is this okay? Does this look right? So. Imposter syndrome. I I think like, especially for women in the, any industry, but but like the beverage industry, which is dominated mostly by men. Mm -hmm. I, it's, it's the worst because I not only already feel like a 12 year old in my brain most of the time. Yes. A hundred (laughs) percent. But then I'm in these rooms with these people and I'm just like, you know what? I, I am here for a reason. I have a voice like what? No, I'm just yeah. going to and I have to like push all that negative shit down. Like, yeah, that is, we're our own worst enemies, man. We are. And I, I think as a creator, too, there's like a there's like this added layer because I don't like I said, I don't have formal training. I've never been a bartender. And I think there there is a group of people that like, you know, in the industry that are like, oh, my God, this is another I forget what they call them, like. Cock cocktail grammar there's like a word there's like a term that they call us and it's like that's true I don't know I don't know much about the industry I just create things that make cocktail making easy for people but I don't know I think there's there is like a little bit of a divide sometimes with certain certain groups of people that are like yeah but there's divides in everything and honestly you have just as much of a place as a um someone who creates things and you don't have that negative baggage of knowing too much, which is so great. Yeah. Um, I have all the perspective and, and it's um, and it can slow you down because like I have great ideas sometimes and I'm just like, nah, someone already probably did that or uh, they're going to think this. And like there's even in my industry, there's always somebody who's going to think whatever you do or is not valid, you right. know, and that your voice is not 
good enough or you're not, you know, you don't have enough certifications or, you right. don't have enough. and it's just like, no, like the world is a, uh, very multi like faceted, interesting, dynamic place. And you obviously have enough of a following now and people like appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. It's just hard to drown out those, uh, negative people. So hard. It's easier on some days than others, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Um, I was reading on your, your blog, which is the cocktail snob. Everyone should check it out. Cocktail snob NYC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you were the person that all your friends were always like asking about where to go and like, yes. you know, what what bars are cool. What's um, I, I I too know what that is like. But what is mm-hmm. um, what are your favorite places now? I know the landscape uh, after COVID has changed dramatically in a lot of yeah. our big cities. But what are some of your favorite like places to grab cocktails now in New York? Yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of places have just closed, but. Um, some of my favorites have stuck around. One of my absolute favorites is 67 Orange in Harlem. Um, it's a Black-owned bar. I think it's like the first cocktail bar in Harlem, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I, I love it. It's like super cozy, speakeasy style. It's not really a speakeasy. Um, and I just love it because like even the other day I went there and I posted something on my Instagram, one of the bartenders, and like so many people that follow me from New York were like, Leo, Leo, because literally Leo is like the bartender that's been there for like, I don't know, eight years. So mm-hmm. he's almost like a local celebrity. Like, you know, when you go there, like on a Saturday night, Leo will be there alone, just like mm-hmm. handling the bar, like Dang. so fast, so efficient. And I don't know, the cocktails are amazing there. The decor, the music, everything about it is just great. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And I love I love those places that have like the characters, you know, that have just been there forever. They really yeah. like make the place unique. Um, have you ever been to Mexico City? I've heard there's like some no. incredible cocktail bars. I am. I two of my friends just went and because I, I think uh, maybe two or three of the like world's best bars are, yeah. are there, like top yep. five are there. And I'm like, yep. I, I got to make my way, but I haven't been yet. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, right now. Let's let me do find it. let me find a way to make this happen. Who can we get a spot to sponsor our trip? <laughs> I know someone. Anyone, uh, please. I'll, I'll ask some people. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, I you know speaking about cocktail culture, just a little bit more about bar culture. Um. You know, it is inclusive in ways, and it's very exclusive in ways. Mm-hmm. Um. If there was like one thing that you could like add or change to the current cocktail culture in its current form what what do you think it would be I think it would be like the like kind of getting rid of rid of the idea that there are like all these rules like yes I know that there are um I don't want to call them rules there are like suggestions like strong suggestions of like you know this spirit doesn't go with this ingredient or like Mm. tequila and limes go well together and you know things like that but I think it scares the average person away from trying things because it's like oh like you you can't it it just feels like you're not allowed to do certain things or you're not allowed to to experiment which I think Mm -hmm. I don't know, it just intimidates the average person. Like, I will try anything. I don't care if someone's going to, like, criticize it. But I don't know. There's just too many rules. I, w- I would just change that idea and just let people know, like, just if, just try it. If you like it, great. Drink it. Make it again. Um, if not, go back to the drawing board. But that that's what yeah, I would change. Yeah, and, and you can really make it things. Things can be simple. Like, you don't have to be overcomplicated. And yeah. 
I mean, that's that's the number one thing. You don't have to have fancy barware. No. You don't have to. I mean, you have to have some basic tools. Yeah. But beyond that, it doesn't it doesn't have to be so complicated. Not at all. Well, that's great advice. Do you have any like dream collaborators or cl- collaborations that you'd love to have that you want to oh like, manifest gosh. right now? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I hope the universe is listening. Um, but back to my <laughs> my love of glassware. I would love to work with Crate and Barrel. I love their glassware or CB2, yeah. you know, either or, whichever one universe. Yeah. Um, I would absolutely love to just like do a whole series with them, just like highlighting their beautiful drinking vessels um i don't know i just feel like it would fit so well like i already have so many ideas for what i would do it's not even funny um and then i think another one would be like maybe like a mexico city trip like like the tourism board or somebody can sponsor me so i can go visit all those amazing bars and eat up Mm -hmm. that amazing food um and just kind of like have a time down there and create some content and memories and, and come back a a changed woman, you know? So I have some advice for you on that, but I'm going to, when we're off mic, I'm going to give you some advice on how to, how to make that happen. Please. I am. See, this is what happens when you, when you say things aloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would like to manifest um, uh, my house being paid off. <laughs> yes, that's you. A trip to Greece next $1 year. But like on a pl- <laughs> I want a plane that can get to Europe in one hour <laughs> so I can bring my children. <laughs> this is how I manifest. Yeah. So unrealistic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want like a Tesla that like, you know, picks me up and drives me everywhere. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it like shoot for the stars you might hit the moon or shoot for the moon you might hit the stars yeah yeah something like that yeah let's put it out there um do you have you have kids too no no kids for me not yet your glasswares are your babies yes they are because i don't know how kids and glassware would work but i would figure it it out it won't it won't (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now it does not i have this i have this uh it's a very heavy doored like not armoire what the hell is it called like a chest i, I don't know it's got yeah. a bunch of glassware and bottles in it and i have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old oh. my four-year-old uh you know it gets quiet and then <laughs> you know she's doing some shit and i'll yep. look over there and she's got like a rope for some reason that she's playing with a lot lately and she'll be tying the doors of it closed i'll be like okay great that you can play that all day yes lock yes, it keep up them closed yes but then, you know, she'll open it and it's just like, oh, my God, I don't know how I own anything at this point. I have glassware down here. Yeah. And I, I don't. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Okay. Booze and kids, anything sh- like the glass. Work. Yeah, it's really Ugh. I'm going to have to work on that. I'm going to have to yeah. practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's next for you? You have any cool things coming up? Any uh, partnerships or sponsorships? I saw you did that thing with the what was that tea company you did the event with recently oh with a uh, gold gold peak i yeah. love working with them that was really fun and very like different from all the other partnerships i've done because um, mm-hmm. it was like a live event and they it was alcohol free as well they did like a whole they called it the brewery so it was like set up almost like mm-hmm. how you would have a beer tasting so they had flights of tea they had food pairings with the tea it was really really cool um mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right? very cool. Yeah, like tea is such a good 
uh, base for non-alcoholic. Yes. Like if you treat the tea the way you would treat like. Like whiskey know, or something. Like whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Or even like a gin if it's like a botanical or or even like a fruity tea. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't really ever think about that too much until I mm-hmm. saw you doing that event. And I was like, man, tea is such a perfect base and there's astringency to it and there's bitterness yeah. to some of them. And I mean, I love infusing uh, gin with Earl Grey tea, oh, like throwing the tea bags in there yeah, and then like taking yeah. them out and then you have like an Earl Grey tea. So good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very cool. But yeah, what else? What else you got coming on coming up? Yeah. So the book is coming in November. I'm hoping to do some type of like event to celebrate the launch. I don't know. It's <laughs> it, the planning is is like a little I've been very distracted with just like personal like life stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that comes together. That I'm also manifesting a fabulous launch party. Um, and then I have like a couple other like fun partnerships. And then I'm just trying to get back into creating content just for me, like not so much like, oh, I'm getting paid to do this. I just want to like mm-hmm. kind of find my own voice again and then sure. um, lean into that a little bit more. So even like right now, I'm literally trying to do 30 days of reels. Oh, my God pray for me wait is it like a unique reel every day yeah but i'm working on it and um no it's so far it's been really fun it's kind of like stretched my creativity um Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm just trying to like incorporate more like about me and not just about like recipes but in like a in a natural like authentic way um yeah step in front of it girl like get more in there because yeah because i um, I like that stuff i do i really do yeah Yeah, I'm I'm awkward. I try to do every now and then I think on my Instagram, like I'll throw something in there and I'm just like, I'm just Sweet. it's better when I'm doing a podcast and nobody can see me being weird. <laughs> no, we love it. We love it. Like, I reserve my weirdness for just when people are driving in their car. <laughs> it's funny. I actually I was at uh, a restaurant last week and this woman asked me to take her picture. And she was like, oh, you're young. Like, you probably can, like, take our picture and it'd be really nice. Are you, like, an influencer or something? I was like, well, yeah, kind of. And she was like, oh, what's your page? So I told her. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I follow you. But, like, I didn't recognize you because I never see your face. It's always your hands. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, I know. I'm aware. Working on it. So that was a billboard. Big billboard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, listen, I... um, I selfishly want to be your friend. So the next time I'm in New York uh, yes, or please. in one close to New York area, um, I'd love to meet up and have cocktails or non-alcoholic cocktails yes, with you and please. Uh, pick your brain and um, big fan. Like keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I, I, I love your Instagram. I love your Thank social you. media stuff. And um, in, a, in a, a sea of cocktail influencers, I guess we'll call them. Uh, you're one of my faves. Oh, so. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. This was really, really fun. You're welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.